Welcome to the bonus episode of Two Voices, One Story. I'm your host, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. Simpsons did it. I hope your week has been going well. It was a nice week for us as it was my son James's sixth birthday on November 11th. My in-laws got a hotel suite and we went to the pool to swim on Saturday. They had a traditional pool and then they had this kid's pool with a slide. Nothing big, just a little slide. We were the only ones in the pool. So I decided to have some fun with my boys and go down the slide with them. All was well at first until I decided to go down on my belly. My large man-sized body did not handle the shallow water, and I completely smashed my knee. I wanted to tell you that story because I can't think of a more manly story than I got hurt by a kitty slide. Moving on, today I want to tell you a true story and the wisdom I saw in this experience. Today, I'm going to tell you how I lost a quarter of my finger. When I was 21 years old, I was working the all-night shift at the YMCA. Early in the morning, we had an assignment to take out a large fitness stage. You know the ones, the stage an instructor stands on, elevating themselves so all participants can see? I wouldn't know. I'm not exactly a gym guy. Four guys, including myself, lifted the very heavy wooden stage and put it on roller carts. One guy had a bad back. Two other guys were uh, on the older side. We moved back into the maintenance room. There we started to lift the stage to take the rollers out. I was on one side and the other two were on the other. At this point, something went wrong. The guys dropped their end and the stage came creaming down on my hand. I was able to get most of my hand out of the way, except for my right index finger. Now, if you're a bit squeamish, you may want to skip forward a bit until the background music is gone. But if gore is your kind of thing, you sicko, then let's continue, because we are going to get graphic. The stage crushed my finger, which felt like a nasty pinch at first. My first reaction was to give the other guys grief, but when I looked at my hand, I saw a bone sticking out with blood flooding out. There are two theories on how this happened. The first, the stage straight up crushed everything but the bone. The second is when the stage crushed my finger and I pulled my hand out, it essentially peeled my skin off. Hey, you chose to keep listening. Grossness done. I went over to a nearby sink to let my blood pour out because I didn't want to clean that up afterwards. And still shocked by the horror, I passed out hitting my head on the sink. Staff came around me. They put a rag over my hand to help me from looking and comforted me as the pain continued. You've got tons of nerves in your finger, so let me say this was a very painful experience. 
Not as bad as watching Twilight, but bad. Unsure what to do, the staff called 911. When the medics came, the first thing they checked was my head, and I was like, you've chosen incorrectly. They eventually took me to a hospital, and it didn't take too long for the doc to come in and promptly tell me there was no hope for my finger going back on. With that, they clipped the bone down and sewed my finger up, and that's how I have the smooth nub I have today. Next story. A man by the name of Wes Perkins was out in the woods in Alaska when he was attacked by an eight-foot bear. The bear bit off Wes's face, not an exaggeration, but he survived. There are pictures online, but I highly recommend ignoring this as they are very gruesome. He is left with a difficult journey ahead of him as he tries to adapt his life to his injuries. Now, you are probably asking, Joe, why did you tell this story? Good question. You know, I'm, I'm really happy about our podcast in this way that you and I can just have these conversations. I think it's what makes our podcast unique. You see, when I heard the story, I realized a few things. First, if I had to choose between losing my finger and getting my face bitten off by a bear, I'd choose a finger every time. I've realized that if I can take this approach and perspective, some of my burdens aren't as heavy as I first thought. And sometimes I realize I wouldn't want to be in the place of someone else. Second, at the same time, when I got my finger crushed off, it would not have been a wise idea to say, hey guys, it's cool. I didn't get attacked by a bear. And then just walk off into the sunset. I had to deal with the wound in front of me. Just because we don't have it the worst doesn't mean we should ignore the pain we do feel. Maybe you didn't get a job you wanted. Maybe you didn't get that promotion. Maybe you got picked on at school today. You still need to address those things that bring pain. And that's okay. In fact, it's healthy. Sometimes, like my finger, it's the little things that can bring a lot of pain. Third. I learned to look for helpers. When I lost my finger, I had two types of people in the room. People who literally walked out of the room, it was just too much for them, and people who sat beside me. Wes Perkins has people who avoid looking at him, and people who stand beside him still looking him in the eyes with the same amount of love as before. I think Mr. Rogers said it best. When I was a boy, and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words. I'm always comforted by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in this world. I think we all know pain is inevitable in this world. But what if we embrace the pain? What if we handled the pain as the situations call for it? We are so resilient. I can't use my index finger to type, but my middle finger has taken up the mantle to handle those keys. Though my finger is no longer in pain, I always see the reminder of the pain of that day. But I've learned to see good in it. 
I can do a killer take your finger off magic trick that scares kids, especially when I'm unable to put the finger back on. My kids love it when I use my smooth nub to scratch their ear or cheek when they are sad. And it's a great icebreaker. I mean, how can you follow that? Hi, my name's Joe. I lost a finger. Yeah, good luck trying to be interesting just telling me you have a cat. So what's your pain you are experiencing? Have you allowed yourself to see it will not be the end of the world? Or have you allowed yourself to care for the pain? Don't forget to care for yourself. And maybe more important, don't forget you are someone worth caring for. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, we'd be super grateful if you rated it and shared the podcast. We've been getting a lot of word of mouth lately, and thanks to all of you. Thank you for giving us the gift of an audience, and we will see you next week for the season finale. All right, not an outtake, but let's just clear this out. There's a lot of people who think I can't point properly with my nub. I can point just fine, okay? I can point. Here, I'm going to point at something right now, and you tell me what I'm pointing at. What do you mean you can't see it? You know what? This isn't funny. I'm out of here.